0: Well, happy Wednesday, friends. Welcome to January the 18th. and today's episode of Enough for Today, we are in Psalm 69, and we're coming today to the last paragraph. David has cast his burdens into God's hands. He has mourned his complaint and asked God to draw close and uh, be with him and take him up out of this pit. He's then prayed imprecatory justice on his enemies. Um, And now we come to the last six verses, verse 30 and forward. And so what I'd like to do is uh, read it a little bit and then, um, and then comment on the first couple of verses here. So Psalm 69, verse 30. Remember, keep this in mind. David's been ejected from Jerusalem and he is essentially outcast. He's lost everything and everyone. But here's what he says. I will praise the name of God with a song and will magnify him with thanksgiving. This also shall please the Lord better than an ox or bullock that hath horns and hoofs. The humble shall see this and be glad, and your heart shall live that seek God. For the Lord heareth the poor and despiseth not his prisoners. Let the heaven and earth praise him, the seas and everything that moveth therein. For God will save Zion and will build the cities of Judah, that they may dwell there and have it in possession. The seed also of his servants shall inherit it, and they that love his name shall dwell therein. What an awesome conclusion to this psalm, and I wish I could share with you everything that's racing through my head as we read this. But for the sake of brevity, look at uh, verses 30 and 31, and we'll pick it up here tomorrow. I will praise the name of God with a song, and I will magnify him with thanksgiving. This also shall please the Lord better than an ox or bullock that hath horns and hoofs. So first, David says in my pit, in my sorrow, in my loss, I choose to praise God with a song and magnify him with thankfulness. I could murmur and gripe and complain, but I am going to out loud worship God and I am going to out loud magnify him with thanksgiving. For two reasons. Now this is really important and I want you to catch it. The first reason is this will please the Lord. In fact, it will please the Lord better than an ox or a bullock that hath horns and hooves. What's David referring to? Well, the Old Testament sacrificial system uh, involved burnt offerings and sacrifices of animals like oxen or bullocks or rams or lambs or uh, turtle doves. We could go on and on. Offerings. And these offerings were atonement. They were gra- at others, at other times they were gratitude. Other times they were preparation for feasting. They were free will thanks offerings and praise and worship offerings. But here's what I want you to catch. Okay. If you owned an ox or a bullock in first century, that was a valuable possession. It was significant to your survival. And so when you brought that offering and you laid it before the Lord, you were saying, not only do I need a sin covering and not only am I trusting your salvation through the coming um, blood sacrifice of the Messiah or of the ultimate redemption plan, the atonement of God, but you were also saying, God, I trust you with my survival and sustenance and I'm thanking you. And David says in this song, Uh, in this psalm, I'm going to praise God with my song and magnify him with thanksgiving in a way that will please him better than the burnt offerings and the sacrificial system in Jerusalem. So David's been banished from Jerusalem. He can't do the sacrifices. He can't bring these things and go through his normal rituals. But he says, out in this wilderness, I'm going to sing. And from a pure heart, he says, that is even more pleasing or as pleasing to God. Better, actually, is the word he used. It's better to God uh, from my heart. So the first reason is this pleases the Lord. And I just, I'm like, wow, David was going through such hardship, but he wanted to please God in it and through it. What devotion. But then look at verse 32. It takes it to a whole new level. The humble shall see this and be glad, and your heart shall live that seek God. You know what he's saying in verse 32? Someone else is going to hear my testimony from my trial and they're going in their humility. They will be glad and seek after God and choose salvation and they will live. Do you realize what he just said? He's turning his trial by verse 32. For 30 30 and 31, he's pleasing it into, he's turning it into the pleasure of God. He's going to magnify God from his pit. He's going to turn his pit into a platform and he's going to magnify and exalt God with thanksgiving of all things. But in verse 32, he turns his pit into a megaphone and with his megaphone, he's going to share his testimony. He is going to witness of his God and others are going to hear it and turn and live and be saved and be glad. So here's what I want to leave you with today, my friend. It's one thing to take your hardship and turn it into thanksgiving and praise and magnify your God and sing to him and worship him from the pit. That's pleasing to God, okay? That's true faith, but it's an even better, it's an even more astounding thing to turn your pit into a platform and a megaphone to share your testimony in the gospel of Jesus with others. And someone will come to Christ because you were sick or you were hurt or you were wounded and you gave grace and shared the gospel. So think on these things, do these things. They're life-changing. And uh, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow.